Good morning, Pier Runners, to Morning Brews and Cruise News. I'm your host, Trevor Shelby. Today is Friday, June 30th. We have a wonderful weekend ahead of us, the 4th of July. It's quickly approaching. I'm looking forward to spending some time with my family. It's going to be great. Coming up in today's episode, we're going to ask ourselves, is it possible to live on a cruise and do remote work? What new neighborhood did Royal Caribbean just announce, and how much can Carnival pre-book? But first, let's take our sip of the coffee today. We have Crazy Cups. This is the vanilla pumpkin spice. It's a medium roast. It smells wonderful. That might have been a lie. I don't know. Who's to say? That that pump that pumpkin comes through quick. Oh, Ooh. I'm gonna set I'm gonna set this coffee over here. Oh man, I'm I'm gonna give that one. Hmm, probably a three out of ten. <laughs> and that is I do not recommend for reals. Oh. Ooh, not not a fan, not a fan, guys. Crazy cups. Ooh, man. Through the magic of editing, I will have a new cup of coffee. <laughs> Boom! And now I'm back with my delicious, delicious coffee here. Oh, that's the border blend. It's still one of the best coffees, and it's getting that that other one out. Man, that was. That was not great, guys. That was the worst coffee. But we have some better news today for you guys. So I have a question for you guys. Have you ever thought about maybe living at sea? Well, Life at Sea Cruises, this is a company that had earlier announced plans for a massive three-year world cruise that's going to cover 130,000 miles, seven continents, and 135 countries. They're upping the ante, guys. Due to the overwhelming interest they received, Life at Sea Cruises is now swapping their vessel, the MV Gemini, with a newer and larger ship, the MV Laura. This upgraded ship can accommodate more than 200 additional passengers and comes loaded with some appealing new features from a redesigned staterooms, a fully-fledged business center, and a swanky cigar and wine bar. This upgrade's nothing short of impressive. But here's what's really interesting. The MV Laura has the capacity to house up to 1,250 passengers, but Life at Sea is capping its capacity to 85% to ensure everything is spacious and comfortable for the voyage. This epic journey will house up to 1,074 passengers across 400 cabins. And the price, it starts at a reasonable $30,000 per year. And of course, you can splurge on your living arrangements and those amenities, extra amenities, more space and balconies and all those things. You're looking at about $110,000 per year. So what's fascinating about this approach is how it plays into the trend of remote working, which exploded during the pandemic. And many people learned that, you know, you can work just about anywhere. And, you know, why not do it from a luxury cruise ship? (laughs) 
But it's not just the work from anywhere perks. The cruise package includes Wi-Fi, medical visits, exams, ports, taxes, service, charges, all those things, even the food and beverages. However, keep in mind, shore excursions and booze is not included. So, peer runners, if you've got the remote job and you're aching for a change of scenery, this might just be the ticket if you got the money in the pocketbook. Now, I think all that's pretty cool. You know, it's interesting because... I, you know, who wouldn't want to live on a cruise ship? And in today's world, you know, you could work from anywhere as long as you have a good Internet signal. So as long as, you know, it's kind of like the, you know, on board the Carnival Celebration, I was so very impressed with the way the Starlink Internet worked. And it, it was fantastic. Never had a down moment in the cruise. And so it was you know, a game changer in a lot of ways. And so I think if these cruise companies are investing in that technology, it's going to be great. Now, if it's going to be like previous technology where, you know, things are spotty and the service is very, very painfully slow, then who knows? But that might be something people want to look into before booking this cruise, thinking they're going to be working every day on it. So, Speaking of people that's on every day on a cruise, let's go ahead and jump on over to our next story where we're talking about a new Royal Caribbean neighborhood. It's all about the crew here, the unsung heroes who ensure your cruising experience is unforgettable. Royal Caribbean is upping the ante with their new ship, the Icon of the Seas, where they've introduced a game changer, a dedicated crew neighborhood. The ship is set to redefine the standards of crew accommodation, taking a significant step towards enhancing their work-life balance. With a whopping 2,350 crew members that's going to be on board this cruise ship. That's a lot of crew, guys. The icon of the seas is all about delivering the ultimate vacation experience. But here's where it gets really interesting. The design process for this special crew neighborhood was highly collaborative effort involving the crew members themselves. So they had a lot of input on this. There were surveys conducted, feedback was taken, and the initial designs didn't quite hit the mark. They went back to the drawing board, pulled in more information, and guess what? The result, these crew cabins are designed by crew members for crew members. Now that's what I call crew sourcing, okay? The crew neighborhood will feature a whole range of amenities and facilities designed to promote relaxation, socialization, and community. Think indoor and outdoor pubs, a gym, a barber shop, and a new concept and accommodation, a L-shaped stateroom designed for privacy, storage and space. This room layout is an innovation that's got everyone talking. Think about it. If... If you were rooming with somebody on board a cruise ship and they worked an opposite ship, let's say they worked night shift and you worked day shift, how annoying would it be for them to be up all the time and have lights on here, there? So with an L-shaped room, you can kind of divide things off a little bit and, you know, have a little bit more of a living private space. 
And it doesn't really stop there. The crew will also have access to a clubhouse with coffee shop, lounge area, and a gaming room, a store, even their own dining area, the Windjammer, complete with live cooking stations and ocean views. Plus, there's a multifunction room that can be used for celebrations or trainings or just providing a space for both professional development or leisure. With the Icon of the Seas, Royal Caribbean is really raising the bar for their crew members here. They're striking the perfect balance between functionality and practicality comfort and design with with facilities like this if i were someone that was going to be working on a cruise ship this is something that might like hey you know i bust it for these cruise companies you know i you know this this one is going to take care of me so you know i might as well work over here so the Icon of Seas is soon to be the world's largest cruise ship. It has just completed its first round of sea trials and is now undergoing further tests in the shipyard in Finland. Mark your calendars. The maiden voyage departing for Miami, Florida is on January 27th, 2024. Its itineraries and sailings include the Eastern or Western Caribbean with ports of call, including the Bahamas, Mexico, Honduras, St. Martin, and St. Thomas. You know, I've always wondered about the crew amenities, what's given to the crew members for their downtime on a cruise ship. And, you know, a lot of a lot of crew members don't have a whole lot of downtime. You know, when you do things like when you're touring behind the scenes and all that stuff, you kind of realize that they have they have some amenities, but a lot of cruise ships don't offer a whole lot. And this is a huge step. This neighborhood is seems like it's an actual neighborhood. And so they have so many staff on that ship. You've got to do something for them. I think this is fantastic. And I hope this is something that cruise, cruise lines really take an account for more and more in the future. Provide these amenities. Make the staff happy. Because sometimes it can be very, very trying dealing with cruise passengers. <laughs> I've seen it. It's, you know, the lines at the guest services can be a wild, wild area sometimes. <laughs> so I, I just really, really hope that this is a growing trend. All right, folks, before we set sail from this segment, let me just toss out a quick but very important reminder. If you've been enjoying your time with us on this cruise through the latest news and insights, how about you hit that subscribe button? Whether you're tuning in from YouTube or your favorite podcast platform, that little button is like a lifesaver that keeps you afloat in the sea of news. You'll get a friendly nudge whenever we have fresh updates so you won't miss a single wave. Now today in our last story, we're gonna turn our compass towards Carnival Corporation. Yes, the company that has over half of its inventory booked for the next year. However, the real catch of the day is now that they've managed to pre-book one-third of their projected onboard revenue prior to setting sell. Talk about getting ahead of the curve. This remarkable achievement comes as Carnival offers more bundled packages and pre-cruise options, according to CEO John Weinstein. He unveiled this strategy during the company's recent second quarter earnings call. So what's the big deal here? Well, these pre-bookings aren't just about filling cabins in advance. They're about the golden opportunity for the company to capture more of the guests' vacation spending. 
Weinstein had highlighted that onboard revenues were off the charts this quarter, and the strategy of offering more bundled packages and pre-cruise options isn't just boosting the pre-sales revenue, it's also elevating spending once those guests get on board. This move, it's like catching two fish with one worm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to coin that one. That's going to be a t-shirt. <laughs> More pre-bookings mean the company can plan better, and once guests are on board, they're more likely to spend, thus fattening Carnival's revenue catch even further. And the basic idea behind all of this is, is pre-book, you know, as much as you can before your cruise, they're going to get you to spend that money now, and then that's not going to be money you're going to be missing so much when you're on the cruise. So if I have a cruise next year, if I go ahead and pre-book that Cheers package, and then I pick up a Pixels package because my wife always spends too much money at pixels then i've got her all set up i've got me all set up and then i'm used to spending let's say a thousand dollars on a cruise ship now i've already like allocated that you know the, the all that pre-spending and now i still brought that thousand dollars to spend so i'm gonna spend that elsewhere and so that's what they're counting on but that's all for now, folks. Stay tuned for more updates on morning brews and cruise news. Make sure you're subscribed. My name is Trevor Shelby. And remember, folks, life is like a voyage. You never know where the waves may take you. So stay alert, stay caffeinated, and above all else, stay cruising. Smooth sailing, peer runners. <laughs>